Thank you for joining me, Alder Madison. Thanks for having me to chat. So for those who didn't hear the tragic news, can you tell us what occurred in Sun Prairie the Friday before last? So unfortunately and tragically, Legend, who is eight years old, and his little brother, Antoine Jr., died by drowning at the retention pond located near their family's apartment, which is Wildwood Apartments in Sun Prairie. And they'd just gotten off the school bus for the weekend, is that right? I can't say exactly where they were dropped off, except that they were dropped off by, you know, the local school bus. And so at some point when they got off of that bus, somehow they ended up in that water. So some folks are saying that this tragedy highlights a number of safety concerns. First, that school buses in Sun Prairie can drop children off older than four, even if a parent isn't there to pick them up. Is that something you think the district should address moving forward? Yeah, I think it's an opportunity for all districts across the state, not just here locally, to take a look at their policies and just really look at, you know, how do we improve the safety of kids who, you know, because parents are working. You know, most parents have a traditional nine to five or a second shift job. You know, the child has an older sibling who they were likely walking home from school with on a regular basis. So what can we do to increase the likeliness that kids are safe leaving the school bus and make it in the house? I think All schools should just review their policies and where can you make updates to increase the safety of kids across the state. The second issue is that this particular retention pond does not have a fence or barrier to keep people away. In fact, Sun Prairie does not have an ordinance requiring fencing around the city's bodies of water. You addressed that at a meeting with local and state officials last week. Can you tell us more about that? The goal of that meeting was not only to quickly get a gate up or fence up at the current retention pond where this tragic incident happened, but for the rest of the county to take a look at their similar bodies of water, especially retention ponds that are near kids or where kids are more likely to have access to them, and review on what you can do immediately. Does that look like, you know, signage? Does it look like temporary gates? Like, what is the solution that we could implement quickly while we look at our long-term processes and planning for these similar-sized bodies of water. My intention, even though the fence went up at the Sun Prairie location, my intention is to look at this across the county and the rest of the state. Like, I'm thankful, for example, Senator Agar joined that conversation. I absolutely can use her help on this. But there was a child who died tragically, I think it was 2012, who was five years old and autistic. And so this child drowned. And so it would have been great if, you know, there was similar sort of like work being done to protect these retention ponds from kids because kids are explorers. We're all natural explorers at that age. To clarify, this would be state law or potentially city ordinances that would require fencing. Is that right? Yep. So what I'm working to understand is what can we do at the state level? Because if it's something that comes from the state, for example, then they could give the recommendation or the directive to the rest of the state. So I wouldn't have to go, you know, county by county, for example. My hope is that we would get a directive from either the county and or from the state that would just direct all municipalities to, you know, create some more safety around their retention ponds and similar bodies of water, especially where kids will have regular access to them. And so I understand you're just starting this process now, but have you heard any kind of pushback? Are there any people who disagree with this policy? So I try not to get caught up in in too much of that, but hear what the pushback is. Even though you don't agree, you have some valid thoughts that, you know, can help inform the planning process. But some of the pushback just entirely blames the parents you know, 100% without taking into consideration that kids are moving about our city, you know, on a regular basis without their parents there. 
for example, there's no way I would have been able to be home every time my son came home from school because I was a working poor mother. You know what I mean? Some of the other pushback is that cities, towns, states, or whatever has tons of bodies of water, right? Which I absolutely understand. And so that's why my goal is to say, let's take a look at the bodies of water you do have, for example. And what I've asked the group that we met with most recently, for example, is let's just start where kids have the most access to, especially for kids who are getting dropped off near, you know, from their school buses. So can we start there? That's For me, that makes sense is a good starting point for us. Okay, so it sounds like your next steps are to assess um, the areas of the greatest concern. What are your other next steps? How will you move forward with a policy change? You know, as we're working for solutions around the state level, my goal is to continue to reach out to the different municipalities and here in Dane County because, you know, that's where I can can get the quickest access. And encouraging community members to speak at those local common council meetings, send letters to their elected officials, because we all know sometimes it takes a long time to have some sort of action. But, you know, like some prairie got that gate up, I believe, on Friday, for example. So we do, you know, if we work together, we can have some sort of action happen. It can't just be a few of us. It has to be folks, you know, sharing their concerns from across the area, across the state on what they want. And I do want to say, thankfully, when I put a call out for folks to, you know, email and and reach out to their some prairie elected officials, people did that. They joined the Public Works Committee with me and spoke out. They sent in emails to speak out. And I will say the some prairie officials pretty quickly listened to us, you know, no matter what their thoughts may or may not be about it. I will say that they listened to their residents and the residents who sent in, you know, just Dane County residents who live in bordering districts. So they took those concerns and listened and got that gate up. So you mentioned the challenges earlier associated with being a working parent. I believe since the the tragic drowning that happened, you've been supporting the boys' family at the Progress Center for Black Women. Can you tell us a bit more about your nonprofit and the services you provide? So we started working with Kiana, who is the mother of legend and Antoine Jr., over a year ago. We've been working with them. This is a family we also met because they were residing in the Meadowlands, and there were some challenges over there that we were helping them sort through. And so the nonprofit that I found at the Progress Center for Black Women, we centered Black women and their families around financial health, professional development, career-related goals, and we have a program called Under One Roof, which provides advocacy and just wraparound support. So if you're coming to us for entrepreneurship or you're just coming for photos with Santa, for example, and we find that there's some other supports we can assist you with, we sort of want to wrap you around, you know, our services, which is under one roof. So that's how we met Kiana, by providing wraparound support and under one roof. So I do want to say some of the pushback, or not a whole lot, but I did get an email and maybe a comment and someone told me just it sounded like they didn't want me to be concerned with some prayer, and I should just keep my concern with City of Madison, for example, without realizing that I've always, before I was older, I've always concerned myself with especially black women from across the county. And Kiana just happens to be one of those families where just because she no longer lives in Madison, we wouldn't just say, you don't live in Madison, we're not going to help you anymore, because we consistently help folks outside of Madison. And even in my elected position, It's important for us to collaborate and work with our partners in other cities and towns because people crisscross, you know, you know, just because you live in Madison or Fitchburg or South Prairie doesn't mean that we can't support you or help you. You know, it shouldn't be that way. No one should want us to only be concerned with one specific area of the county. Okay, I believe that covers all of my questions. But is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? The biggest thing is for us to think holistically about what it means to offer community care. 
So community care sometimes looks like responding to a tragedy by putting up a fence so no other child enters that water. And so instead of thinking about, you know, where were the parents, you know, um, think about how this tragedy has happened in our community and how do we prevent other kids from having the same outcome? Because, there, again, there's no way that working parents can be with their kids 100% of the day. It is unrealistic. With the cost of child care, it's just not, it's not a realistic thing. You know, oftentimes they can barely afford child care, and then there's an older sibling who may be, you know, walking home with a kid. So instead of us being caught up on where were the parents, let's be caught up more so in how do we offer community care to this family, but more, you know, let's ensure that we do our best to not allow this to happen in either of our cities. Thank you again for agreeing to speak with me, Alder Madison. Thank you for asking. That was Alder Sabrina Madison of the Far East Side. She recently met with local and state officials to discuss safety measures that would keep children away from retention ponds. That's after, earlier this month, two brothers fell into a pond in Sun Prairie and tragically died within days of each other. Alder Madison says she'll continue to push for change on the local, county, and even state levels.